Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're going to talk trash. We should talk some trash. Well, I'm in trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. My trash can. Welcome to the Trash Cast. I'm Tommy Lank. And hey, it's Trash Day. Will, um, there's, uh, there's just something that's been on my mind now that I've been uh, doing the Trash Cast for a little while. I'm so curious. How many, do, you, how, do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Yes, I do. It is my job. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, the ones... Outside of the ones I work on? Yeah, outside of the ones you work on. Yeah, I go in waves because I'm like... I need to be away from pod- like the last thing I want to do sometimes is listen to another <laughs> effing podcast. Some stupid person talking, talking. talking but then usually, like I always do the daily from the New York Times up first from NPR. And oh, then so you're smart. Okay. Well, sometimes. <laughs> but I do like podcasts. So like I'll wait and then after like three months, I'll like binge a bunch of new stuff. Because here's my thought. As I've said before, I mostly drive around in my car in silence. Really? Yeah. Why? Apparently, me and Christy Teigen are the only ones who do this. She tweeted out a while back, hey, you guys, just, um, is it weird that I, I, it's, I, when there's no one else in the car, I just drive around. If there's no kids or no one, I just drive in silence, no music, no nothing. Am I a murderer? She said that. And I'm like, no, I am. I, I too. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. The voices in your head are loud enough. Yeah. I yeah. want to be with my own thoughts. Okay. And I get like it's the same as in the shower. I get a lot of thinking done in the shower. I guess <laughs> actually not so much anymore because now I'm trying. You know the the drought and everything. I try to to not just be in there daydreaming. Are we out of that? Isn't that no? Over? It's we're still in it. They people think we're not, but we we are okay. essentially. Okay, we should be saving for a the non ne- a non rainy day. Yeah, um, but I don't know what it is. I think over the years of also growing up in. Southern California, spending a lot of time in your car, it just sort of turned, it turned into, I don't, I mean, this is a gross word, but a meditative space. Sure. I Why is that like. a gross word? Isn't, it's gro- isn't meditation like all the rage now? It is, but, you know, that's, it's just so, it's so basic. Is that oh, the word I'm looking for? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a meditative space in Los Angeles because I'm just so stressed all the time. I'm not, I'm not that stressed all the time, but I don't know, I just find it very relaxing just to be in my car silent i do that sometimes but uh it's good because i think we we're very quick to fill our heads with other people's thoughts but please like share subscribe to my podcast and put it in your ears and and have my thoughts in your head but isn't it weird i sometimes i think about how podcasts are uh like podcast is to oldie timey radio shows as text messages are to oldie timey telegrams. Like we went so far with technology that we then regressed <laughs> back to olden times. That's like, true. Text messages. Like we invented this thing called the phone where so- you can actually talk to the person, <laughs> but no, do I want, I do not want to talk on the phone to anyone. I want to send you it. And I, you know, I'm not a millennial, so I should, that, like, 
I don't know how I got into this pattern, but I just want to text you and meet up with you and talk to you in person. I don't – I just get so stressed being on the phone. So I, I don't know what it is. We've, we, we've got all this technology and then we went back and said, no, I want to send a telegram I want to. I want to. Want to. Boop, 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 boop. I want someone to show up at your door. Like it's. It's the quick version of telegramming. Right. And podcasting is. It's a cent, Like we're like. Ah, oh, we've got all these TV shows and. You know, because we had radio and we were sitting around the radios listening to stories and, oh, War of the World, scary. I thought it was real, but it's not. Oh. And then we're like, oh, wait, we have this new invention where you can where you can both hear and see the story and it's even more real. And then we're like, no, 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 I'm overstimulated. I take away the picture and I just want to use my imagination, imagination and hear the stories being told to me. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're just overdosed on... I don't know what the point of any of I that heard was. recently, because I grew up listening to old-time radio shows. What? Because my grandma like had a collection of this, so I would listen to like Batman and the Green Hornet and the Shadow and like all this weird stuff. So I always loved that. Did she like have them on re- like record cassette. album? You know how oh, like because like, my grandma was like child of the Great Depression and like then became a hoarder in a way because she would get deals on QVC and like <laughs> they're selling a forty cassette <laughs> set of the Green Hornet's Adventures and I thought you might like it. Like she, it was always sweet, but she would buy everything and so i had all this random old timey stuff and uh i was like this is great why don't we do this anymore i really i wish that we would and then now it's become all popular it's like it's it's like a what do they call it? it's like an audio movie and i'm like don't call it that <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a oh, radio like, drama i it's love it. you invented podcasts podcast be- drama before they were invented yeah because now there's all these you know scripted podcasts scripted podcasts yeah. and like Okay, why is that not just a TV show? <laughs> um, but also, you know, it is weird. It's like we just we sort of like went around the radio. Like, remember, it's 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 the like serious radio. Is that still a thing? It's like, still a thing. I think is? they're hanging. I think they're just they're hanging on. Because like, what do they have except for the cuteness of like the twenties on two, the thirties on three, well, my forties on four. My friend Seth Rudetsky, like. People want to fly him around the world because of his his radio show, and I'm like, who's do you, how do you get that? Where is where is it? Like, why is it? Not, why I don't know if he's on Sirium or Sirius or XM. Or, or, I don't know what the, any of the things are because we're all listening to podcasts. Like, why like why haven't they all transitioned over to podcasts? It's it's like the radio, but you can listen to it whenever you feel like. <laughs> okay, well. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk to my pal Sterling Jones. You've seen him on Grey's Anatomy, NCIS LA, NCIS Original Recipe, SWAT, Ghosted. He's on a lot of like action-packed adventure shows. Um, and he has an amazing podcast called Spiritual Gasm. We're going to talk about that and so much more trash when we come back. Sterling. Hi. Welcome to the Trash Cast. Mm. Thank you for having me. In your introduction, I was noticing that you're you're on all the shows that I will never be on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh, uh, like NCIS, NCIS LA, NCIS oh, right. yeah. Sacramento. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy Portland. Yes. No, I don't know. Uh I I admire that I'm jealous that you get to be, like, sort of action adventure 
type in these. I mean, you're in, you're in like high stakes things, and you're in peril and yeah. danger. Like danger is happening. Yeah. Slash, my daughter's dying. I mean, I'm just scrolling down. Oh, you were on the OC. Yeah, that was my first job. I, that was your first TV job. Yeah, I just moved out, and actually, you know what? I take that back. I did one line on Bold and the Beautiful, and that's how I got my SAG card. Uh, right and you are diver. bold. Stop it. And you are. Go on. Beautiful. Go on. Okay, so the <clears> other <throat> night, the other night we were hanging out and um, you were like, you got to get on TikTok. Oh, yes. You got it. Yes. I had no clue where you were going with this because the other night was, it, we, we tied one on, as they say. Yeah, we had some drinks. We had some cocktails. Some Casamigos soda. Hey, audience, where do you think we were going with that? Did you think we were going to say something? I thought you were sensual <laughs> and erotic. I thought you were definitely going to comment on the fact that we were uh, having libations and drinking. I think we're allowed to publicly say that we enjoy a libation. I, I we're not we alcoholics. Should. We're not alcoholics. I know that for sure. I think we're not. <laughs> yes, you, you really were talking yourself into that. I mean, one. who knows? Everybody has a different definition, I assume, but maybe not. Yes. Yeah, so you. Uh, you, you know, I've been wanting to just throw away all of my – look how I'm tying it into that our theme. I've been wanting to trash all of my social media. Just get off and move to Iceland and, and be one with nature. Ugh. But you're like, ugh, you got to get on TikTok. Yes, I broke your heart. You had a panic attack. We I had a right- panic attack, and I, we, I stopped everything. And I'm like, oh, we got to see if my name's available. Has someone taken my name on TikTok? If I recall, I think we were having a very in-depth conversation about religion and life and like yeah, the meaning of it. And then all of a sudden TikTok came up, and I, I lost you. You were gone. You literally I could not concentrate on anything else. There was like gorgeous men walking in front of you, yelling your name, saying, Tom, Tom. And you just well, could not see them because you were lost and making sure you got your name. Did you get it, by the way? It's a full blown lie. Uh, yeah, no, we, we just hooked it up to my Instagram. It was super fast. And in my it, I was available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of panic attacks going on as we speak right now because everyone's trying to get their name. Since, like, Reese Witherspoon joined and, and oh. Will Smith. Did you see Will Smith's? I posted about it. I was no. Like, yeah, well, because Will's... I, in my panic yeah. of trying to get my name, I then relaxed after and then I haven't done anything. Oh, I that's fine. Done, as long I as you get your name. TikTok. As long as you get your name and then, you know. I might it'll... use the one of me singing in the bathroom while you're at the urinal. That's my first TikTok. Yeah, yeah, where and... I got pee on my hands and then wiped it on you. Ew. You well, didn't. I was you were, you were pretend. I was pretending he wasn't really, for the people. He wasn't really doing it. You were in a Texas tuxedo, though. I wasn't, I, which I always thought was a Canadian tuxedo. Well, it can go either way. I like you tux- are from Texas. Yeehaw! I am from Texas. And I do like that term way better than Canadian tuxedo. Where in Texas, Texas are you from? I grew up in a small little town north of Dallas called Pilot Point. Pilot Pilot Point? Pilot Point, Texas. And it's a small town. Pilot Point. The way you, with your accent, you, it could have been anything. A pile of porn. Sure. Pile of porn. Sure, sure. Pile of porn. Pilot Point. Uh, it's just pile of porn. basically horse ranches and a gigantic football stadium with a turf field. So you were living Friday Night Lights. That's basically our town, yeah. Um, Anyways, so TikTok, you signed up and you haven't done anything since. I haven't done anything with it, but thank you for forcing me. To get involved with TikTok. Yeah. Because it could be the next. Honestly, thing. I think people are tired of looking at Instagram models. I think people are tired of looking at all these filtered faces and not knowing what's real and what's not. 
and uh, they're tired of looking at supermodels that don't look like them. Well, great. Then that's a perfect place for, for me to be on TikTok because I'm not a model and I don't have perfect lighting. Yeah, in the, fact, that's what I was trying to preach the opposite of with my Instagram, which is like, just put it up there. It doesn't have to be perfect and we don't have to have perfect lighting and I don't have to have a curated feed, although I do have a, a personal Instagram that I curate just yes. as sort of like a cro- – it's like my own personal crossword puzzle where I just kind of like – I go like every other black and white and I was doing red I was doing Roy G. Biv color order for a while uh, but then now I've sort of eased up on that yeah I follow your other account as well it gets like four likes a photo and I, and I love that yeah opposed to 400,000 which is great I love and I because I'm not doing it for anyone except yeah for me which is how the, the, my other Instagram started out but um, and it's still I'm doing it just for me but in a this other one's just you know it's just personal right Right. It's a secret. secret. I mean, it's not really a secret. Shh, Hollywood secrets. Do you have any Hollywood secrets? Oh my have you, God, um, do I. Uh, segment. <clears throat> burn, 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 burn. Trash talk. <laughs> uh, is there, have you ever been um, like treated like trash on <laughs> set? Like, is there any show you want to name? You don't have to, but is there anything that comes to mind when you're like, oh man, like that was the worst experience I wish I could or like I'm embarrassed that that's on my resume but I did it because we often do stuff oh yeah of course I won't I won't definitely out that show I will tell you about a moment on set in front of a gigantic I was it was a major television show that I was guest starring on and it was just one of those days where it was 110 degrees shooting and I'm like sweaty guy all the time in the <laughs> midst of winter I'm like sweating I just you run hot I run hot okay and uh, in front of everybody, the makeup lady decided to like sweat shame me and like, oh. yeah, totally sweat shame me. I had a monologue, like two pages of information to deliver. And uh, if I were to tell you what it is, it would give away the show. And I don't want her to feel bad because literally she didn't mean to be a, a, a person of, of a, a rage and meanness. A rage and meanness and get, make me get in my head. But she literally just wouldn't show. Oh, my God. Every, between every take. Oh, Can my. Can you stop sweating? Yeah. Could oh, you, that, you know, the best way to get someone to stop sweating is yeah, just, just to, just to not shame to. them about their sweat. Absolutely. And then she was, can we get a fan in here for him? And then it's just like between every take, I'm going to have to get another towel. My goodness. And it's just like. It's like, no, actually, you should be prepared because this is a movie set and there's very bright light shining on everyone yeah, if people get sweaty. Yeah. And so I remember just being like. Like, oh, this is a cool opportunity for me to uh, practice compassion and let's see if oh. I can do that. Oh. And I did. I overcame my egotistical moment of what I wanted to say was like, well, I can't probably say it on the show, but I, I overcame that. I took that breath and then I, um, I I let it go and I realized, you know what? She doesn't have bad intentions. She just has a smaller brain. Yeah, we don't we don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> than I do. Uh also, we don't know her struggle. We don't, we don't know everyone, her story. Everyone has Everyone's a str- got a struggle. struggle. Um, I will say we do have a friend who is very sweaty, and he, I won't name him. He probably wouldn't care. Is but, he my friend too? Yes. Okay. And he, uh, he would only buy shirts that, okay, basically when I go shopping with our friend, uh-huh. he, we'd be at Bloomingdale's, and he would Fancy. pick up, we'd pick up the shirt. First off, he only wants a gray shirt. Um, Bad for sweat. And uh, one day I'm looking over and our friend is licking the shirt. He's licking it. Pulls it up to his mouth, quickly licks it like a dog. I automatically know who you're talking about now. Yes. And 
I was like, what? I almost said the name. What are you, what are you doing? What are you, you're so embarrassing right now. What's happening? And he said, I have to, I have to see if it shows sweat, if this fabric. Correct. Because he sweat, he sweated profusely from his armpits. And he, he was like, well, at auditions, I can't just like, as soon as I, you know, if I get a tiny bit nervous, it's just immediate dripping sweat in my armpit, just huge pit stains Yeah. within seconds, the same way your face does. Yeah. But like, you can't do anything about it in audition and you're just sweating. So he would only buy sweatproof shirts and just know that if you have been shopping at the Bloomingdale's in Los Angeles and you're a gentleman, like your shirt has been licked by our friend. If it was gray and a button down, he licked it. Um, uh, just when I think that this friend that we're not mentioning can't get any weirder, he does. In the best, he's weird in such a wonderful uh, he's way. He's the reason that we love him so. And we uh, uh, finally, I said to this person, I'm like, you know what? I did this play, uh, this Amy and David Sedaris play called The Book of Liz, and we, I did it for a year, and the whole. The whole premise of the show is that this like um, woman leaves her um, what is the um, her like Amish community to go make cheese balls and she has a sweating disorder. Oh my god! And one of the scenes she decides to go to the doctor to get some injections. My character tells her like you know you can get injections for that to make mm-hmm. the sweat stopping. And I'm like I think that's based on a real thing. Like you can get I think you can get Botox in your armpits. And he was like, what? No, that's for your face. I'm like, no, that's what this was originally used for was people put it in their feet and in their armpits to make them stop sweating. And I was, in fact, right. I'm picturing him just like busting through the wall like the Kool-Aid man headed towards (laughs) to get some Botox in his armpits. He went to our dermatologist. Immediately, I'm sure. Immediately. Yes. And... Because also, you know when people are, like, stuck in a thing and they're like, well, I had this problem. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. And they never think to be like, is there a solution? Yeah. Like, yeah. I could literally just type three words, like, I, I can't stop sweating into the computer yeah. and this is the solution that will come up. So he went to our dermatologist and every, like, once a year he goes and gets his injections and he's now stopped sweating profusely and it changed his life so yeah, he's happy about it now thank you me yeah i did a great thing you saved our friend from i'm an amazing i'm an amazing person you guys everyone he is Let's you should it. know that about me yes. uh also your i'm backing up but your answer your last thing we just mentioned got very spiritual which i think is a good time for me to talk about your podcast ah yes a Spirit. great segue you're really good at segways i'm a great radio host yeah. in olden times you have a segue parked over there in the corner and i have physical segues emotional segues yeah and r- radio vocal aural segues. Uh, segues yes um so you have a, a podcast <clears throat> called spiritual gasm spiritual gasm yes i do now it's you and your friend ariel 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 kebble she never gets that and it never gets old uh yes she loves it okay um and so you guys you're sort of taking two different perspectives on spiritual metaphysical stuff right you're sort of you're a little bit more um what's the word not pessimistic but uh She's she's real into it. Yeah. And you're slightly skeptical. I represent everyone else, pretty much. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yes, the show is called Spiritual Gasm, and it's about spirituality and sexuality and everything in between, which mm. just happens to be everything. 
Like literally it's a cheat name pretty much because we can talk about anything and everything is tied back to either sex or spirituality somehow. Try me. Try me. If you don't think I can get uh, it back oh, there. Try me. Okay. Yeah. I can get anything back okay. to spirituality and sexuality. So you mean you cheated the same way I cheated in calling my show trash cast? Because it's, it's trash. We can talk about whatever we want because it's trash. trash. About anything. Yes. I think that's pretty much all the formats mm, for podcasts. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah uh, Ariel is very when – I, when I met her – see, I was raised – my parents were Christian. Uh, I do not uh, subscribe to any organized religion myself, but I kept feeling this um, <clears throat> connection to something that I didn't really know. Yeah. As a little gay kid growing up in Pilot Point, Texas, I knew there was something, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. <clears throat> and uh, then cut to, I don't know if I can say this or not, but uh, basically finding a connection to the other side, like through, I think marijuana was like one of the <laughs> If we're going to be honest. Okay, yeah, I, sure. I, I tried marijuana when I was 21. I was like, holy shit. And uh, and then all of a sudden, everything just kind of like started opening up. And I mean, I was already kind of woke as a kid because my parents didn't force religion down my throat. Uh-huh. I would walk out of church as like a little 13-year-old boy and I'd be like, uh, that's crazy. And my parents would be like, okay, well, that's what you believe. Here's what I believe. And so I never was like, you know, one of those oppressed kids that. That those horror stories. So I had freedom to believe, and um, also my mom was super spiritual. She believed in energy and everything like that. She used to play like subliminal tapes as we slept, like theta theta wave um, therapy. I did that for a little while. Where like I'd (laughs) listen to the thing and be like, and like in a bed in the background somewhere, there's like little words being told to you. Correct. Eat healthy. All of it. Uh, You're amazing. Amazing. Um, You're um, you're sexual powered in human form you are i don't know if we put that tape on in the house but <laughs> <Okay>. your mom <laughs> didn't play that for you when you did, were a kid okay but she might have but i don't know uh so i don't know i i was i was in touch with energy and everything pretty early on and then just throughout the years i and then also living in los angeles you you're exposed to a lot of people who are yeah you get there's a lot new age if you will there's a lot of new age new wave stuff happening here ladies of the canyon ladies of the canyon uh, what's that you know just like like canyon oh i thought it was like an organization or something no no it's uh, probably actually probably it let's probably start it, it, it if it's it not um you know ladies like, and gentlemen this I is the first meeting of ladies like of the canyon. carly simon and who's the other one not carly simon um not joan baez the other will you know what i'm talking about lady of the canyon you know she's um, folk singer Will's face is that <laughs> just extremely a confused right now just in a very Tabla kind Rasa way. over there just a blank yeah. slate he was like playing can Tetris. I google lady of the canyon yeah uh, yeah cause like that was uh, my friend lives in her house and is this pays... Topanga Canyon no Laurel Canyon was where like the music scene in the in the late 60s was, was happening I mean there's Topanga Canyon as well also why is there not I keep saying if I'm gonna be a drag queen please welcome to the stage Laurel Canyon Laurel Canyon she's uh uh, to, you can ride. Wait, what did I want to say? Uh, this is my intro. If my drag queen name is Laurel Canyon, you can ride her in. You can ride. Uh, no, during the you can ride. Uh, you can ride her in in twenty minutes straight during the day, or for an hour after work during traffic. Please welcome to the stage, Laurel Canyon. That was really good. Do you get it? Yeah, and that was all on the fly. I mean, I've known you probably said that before, but you. And were, I've tried. It was it was rocky. It did, was, you, did you find? Joni Mitchell. Thank you. Ah. Thank you. Uh, I think, yeah, my friend lives in her house and, like, pays rent to Joni Mitchell. No way. Yeah. 
Actually, that um, that's pretty cool. That friend lived two doors down from my boss, Becca Tobin, for this podcast. Um, Becca's moved, so it's fine that I'm saying that she lived off of Laurel Canyon because right. she's not there anymore. Right. It's fine. So it's nobody okay. go there. Look Don't for go there. She's Tom's not there. Boss. She's not there. Okay, because she's not there anymore. Um, but anyways, yes, the show's uh, spiritual orgasm, and we talk about sex. We talk a lot about sex and a lot of stuff that's like really crazy that people it's like what you and your friends like what you talk about but there's we're being recorded so it's a lot out there you talk about a lot about your do you talk about openly about like well i'm i've been having sex with this person lately oh yeah well i don't have sex i hook up but i don't have sex okay well okay i'm sorry i'm sorry we gotta we gotta explain this to our viewers because i in my opinion yes when I say sex, I am including handsies, blowsies, frottage. That's dry that's humping. That's insane to me. So, that's, I, I include that when I say, like, oh, that. Like, so do you have sex on the dance floor? Because I've seen you dry hump somebody. I have not. You've never seen me dry I've hump seen someone you, on the dance floor. I've seen you dance on the dance floor. Uh, no, I consider, like, that. That's sex I think to because you. I think because for many years, I wasn't having full penetratio. Right. I wasn't having a, a little little known Shakespeare character as Penetratio. <laughs> um, Penetration. Uh, I was just enjoying all the other things because I was too afraid to do to go all the waysies. Right. Um, so that's how you. Uh, so that's what the, to me that was what sex was. So got it. I got and it. I I feel like they're straight people. I feel like mostly straight people when they say sex, they mean. They don't consider a blowjob sex. I consider like if you're like, how many people have you had sex with? I would include people that were blowsies. Wow, that's great. See, isn't that funny how the world works? Because I do not consider that sex. I see penetration as sex, and penetration only as sex. Okay, a while back, I went to a, a live taping of the Lady Gang podcast. They're my producers on this um, podcast, and they. We're just talking about how their hus- their husbands are on stage and like they're definitely not getting blowjobs tonight because mm-hmm. they have a whole thing like if you're a, if you're a man and a straight man in the audience and you've come with your girlfriend like you definitely get a blowjob that night uh-huh. and then they were like none of our husbands are getting they didn't pay for a ticket so they're not getting blowjobs and I stood up and asked a question I'm like okay you guys are talking so much about how you hate the the blowsies mm-hmm. and like no one no ladies don't maybe I'll do a poll with ladies that are listening poll poll. What like do do you hate blowjob giving a blowjob? But I, I want to know because in my opinion, I I do think overall um, more gay men in general in, enjoy giving and receiving them. Sort of, I would agree with that. Like I, in reality, all men. Oh, this is as my podcast. I'm a, the lady gang talks about sex stuff, right? Yeah. What is? I have not heard your podcast. Are we allowed to talk about this stuff? Yeah, I just I don't know why I just got so embarrassed. It's I can talk about what I want. Hey, but this is I just think, a warm up for my show. So. I don't know. I just you know what it is. I just got nervous that like I was going to turn off my straight lady listeners by talking what? about. They're gay, loving this right now. They're like stuff. they just turned it up. So go on. Also, why don't more straight ladies watch gay porn? I always wonder that. Why would they? Because straight men just want to watch gay lady they want to watch girl on girl right not necessarily most of them a lot of them do that's their big thing and and the ladies (laughs) i always wonder i do have one friend and she's like oh that's all i watch because it's it never you know you don't have to worry about them like objectifying women you can just enjoy the two men because also why do why do why i always feel like do straight men want to watch another man 
doing the yes. thing to the lady. Yes. So then everyone, that, everyone's a little bit gay. Well, it's more like they're putting them. They're all of a sudden that guy. It's like straight men that wear jerseys to a oh. watching party to, of a football game. Oh, wow. They don't think that they're going to go play, but they're for a minute, they're connected to what they're watching a little bit more. And so... Wow, I never thought about that because I can yeah. never understand, like, why... why To me, like, wouldn't the fun thing be to... It's like, I played... I was on a kickball team for a while. The fun thing was to play the sport, gay kickball league. I was, I was terrible at kicking, but surprisingly to my own shock and dismay i was an amazing outfielder if a ball came flying at my face mm-hmm. catch it i would catch it every single time i wow. never dropped a ball wow I'm but a, you were terrible at kicking yeah so oh. i'm sort of an amazing athlete but right. not really but i uh i i just can't wrap my head around why is it fun to watch sports isn't it fun to play but now i get it you're yes. saying it's fun to put your they like they're role-playing essentially yes, basically it's almost like a video game sensation so this leads me to i think why maybe this is a theory. Okay. I don't know, but maybe all men, straight or gay, they really want, wish they could, you know, give themselves a blowsy. Well, they've all we've all tried it. We've all tried. Yes. And none of us, most of us, aren't flexible enough to do it. So I think that's a shared thing across <laughs> all men, regardless, right? Therefore, that maybe that's why they want it so much from the ladies. And the ladies are like, I'm not interested in that. It's kind of ugly. It's weird. It's hanging off your body. Yeah. It's p- pendulous. I, I don't know what to, you know, like I, we, so I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's why. So anyway, ladies, if you're listening, I don't know. Let me know what you think. Why um, Becca said, and I later found out that I guess their ladies were quoting sex in the city, which is like, it has the word job in it for a reason. Like, I don't want to do it. It's work. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, I... <clears throat> I, I just was, talked a lot. I'm sorry. Can no, you say your thoughts? Yeah, no, it's quite all right. I, I was gathering my thoughts, but I kept going back to this comedy special I just saw on Netflix. Uh, Nikki Glazar. Glazar? Okay. Um, I'm saying her last name wrong, and that's part of it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she was talking about this exact topic of how she does not enjoy giving a blowjob, and most women do not. Um and she said there is that like very small percentage of females that do know how to do it and it's because they're good at it people like to do what they're good at and if they're if, if straight women are giving uh, a blowjob it's probably because they're good at it and i was like ah because i'm pretty i'm pretty good at it same yeah uh, this... And I, are you shocked oftentimes of how many guys can't give a good blowjob? Do it how, how you would like to receive That's it. That's it. Do it. Do unto which you, like the Bible involves... says, do unto you as you would do unto yourself. Yes, which does not involve teeth. No teeth. No Jesus teeth. Christ. No teeth. Get them away. Never teeth, people. Imagine that you're... Oh, my God. This is so bad. Imagine that you're... Go on. You're... You're orifi, orifice... Your, your mouth. We're lost. Your okay, your mouth. Got it. Like while you're doing it, as almost if it's in- invisible, that it's not even touching the object that it's surrounding. Like a light, a light touch. Like like it's almost not there. To me, is the best kind because it's just like it's all <clears throat> about. Um, okay, I just figured out why some gay men don't know how to give a good blowjob because. You're saying once the wiener's in the mouth, don't touch it with your tongue? or No, the... I'm saying it. Imagine this microphone is the thing. The microphone, ladies like, gentlemen. why is there so much pressure on the thing? Like, we don't, it's not, Got that's it. not the fun part. It's the it. sort of like, 
the gentleness of it all. The gentleness and the sort of contrast between it's all about anticipation and Whoa. uh that's a Rocky Horror reference. Uh and sort of like am I going to do the thing yeah that you think I'm going to do right. and then like sort of pulling away dancing around that thing and then going down and then yes. and then making it happen and yes. then pulling back. Yes. It's getting hot in here, people. It's getting really it's hot. It's gotten hot in here. <clears throat> so take off all your clothes. Um, yeah. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. <laughs> God, I hope I don't have to pay royalties on that. That was good. Um, I. So I don't know if we have an answer. We'll just <laughs> refer everyone to Nikki Glazar or whatever the f- her okay, last but, name is. Oh, shoot. But, I can't say that. Um, her last name is Netflix. It's hilarious. Glazer. 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 Thank you. Um, but just in summary, pro tips, pull the teeth away. From the tip. I don't, I'm not a fan of the like aggressive <laughs> circular. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, dear. Yeah, I don't want to, like, I don't really want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't need. that means, that means your slobber is getting like on me, on me, like. I don't need oral stimulation whilst receiving oral stimulation. Wow. 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 That was good. I'm really impressed with myself. Yes. With my wordplay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, aggressive hand, like jerky hand movements. Like you're not. No, it's good. You're not general. volunteering at the animal shelter taking aggressive pit bulls for walks on a leash. Like I don't need. You don't have to pull on it. You don't have to. It, it, is there a camera in here? Hopefully this is getting filmed what you're <laughs> acting out right now. I wish the people at home could the, see the, the aggressive Muppet arms that are happening right, right now. Like, like I don't almost... need you pulling on it. Like it's not. And also when it's a man doing it, I'm like, do you treat your own penis like this? Because I'm offended. Yeah. That, the, That's what the, the question comes down to. The way you are <laughs> touching mine is this is a hate crime. The way Absolutely. you're doing this. Like yeah. if you're doing this to yourself, I'm, I'm concerned for the safety of your male member. Right. I agree. You almost knocked off of my water, but it's all good. Um, I'm very passionate, you're passionate about this. About Blozy's technique. I can barely even say the word out loud. Um, and with that. If you had. Oh, is the show over? We should take a little oh, okay. break. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to trash it or stash it? I can't. I can't keep that going any longer. That was nowhere to go horrible. With you on that. that was horrible. Well, dear friend Sterling, yes, it's the time <gasps> where we play trash or treasure. I haven't figured. I don't know. Car edition. Car edition. That's right. So um, you came when I asked you to be on this. You were already away from your house. Yes. So um, I've asked you to. Yeah, that's so funny. On my podcast, we give like. A two-week warning, and we have everything booked <laughs> out. So the moment everything is very, and then like this morning, I got a text: "Hey, can you be on my podcast today?" Oh no! In my and, defense, like, you're like, "Hey, you want to go to coffee?" And I was already going there to have a, a debriefing with a friend. And so then a I debriefing. said, "Debriefing." Well, we just had to we had to like talk about some stuff, wow. some real sounds talk. dramatic. Yeah, and everything I had to like okay? pick up some. You yeah, know, everything's fine. Okay. And I pick up some costumes 
for our show we're doing. Um, but uh, but then I said, oh, but maybe since you're asking me to coffee, that means perhaps you're free. And I um, had forgotten to book guests for my Whoops. show today. Great. <laughs> Sorry, Great. Will. But I, I knew I was like, oh, I can record for an hour of stuff that we need to do. Um, sure. Because I've been doing... I've Trusty been, old good old st- Sterling the standby guy. I know. I know. I'd feel bad because I... I just, but please, but you know me, you know me, I, I'm not a planner and I've been very pretty good about planning. Well, you did tell me the other night that I would have to do your show. Yeah. So I just popped it on you. Yeah. Surprised you. Which is fine because today is such a, it's, you know, you know how it is when you're uh, unemployed. Do you, like you could schedule a podcast two weeks in advance and then it's like, oh God, I am not in the mood to do a podcast. That's you. Or I could just be like, hey, are you in the mood to do a podcast today? And you're like, yeah, sure. I'm free. Great. Totally. That's kind of how I live my life. I try to make as little plans as possible because I do suffer from anxiety. And that's one of my main sources of anxiety is if I make plans at least like four or five days in advance, my brain is like, oh, God, no. What if I don't want to do those plans oh, God, when the no. time comes? <laughs> Already like, I'm like composing texts <laughs> saying like, <laughs> hey, look, I stuff has come up. It's like the opposite of FOMO. I just want to know that I have the potential to do something I don't necessarily and when I know like hmm, that's kind of how I've been getting with the Instagram lately which is like yeah I know how I would do that cool I did it in my head that's enough for me I don't need to recreate that outfit because I know how I know what I would the challenge is gone for me so if I know like yeah I could go to dinner tonight yeah yeah. and I'm like it's almost as if I have it maybe that's it's not the law of attraction where you're like yeah no I'm I'm rich I know what it's like to feel rich therefore I'm rich and I don't it doesn't matter if I'm rich. Right. I don't know. I'm misquoting that and whatever. Anyway, it's time for a trash, a treasure. Car edition. Car edition. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Uh, so, yeah, I, I ran down to my car. And um, I've asked you to bring me two items. Okay. A trash and a treasure. You're not well, going to tell me what it is. I brought three because I panicked. Oh, good. I love that. Oh, really? Yeah. Great. I love a panic, panic grab. Okay, so the three items in front of me are one... A denim cap that your mom would wear in the late 90s, possibly purchase at Marshall's or Ross. Um, and it's not a snapback. It's one of those annoying ones. Like when I when, – when fancy brands try to sell me a hat that has this weird cloth strap on the back with like a belt buckle <laughs> situation – I'm like, no, because it is not – it's not – it doesn't hug your head in the right way. I need the snapback plastic moment. Anyway, this denim hat uh-huh. has the L Word logo, the L Word Generation Q emblazoned, monogrammed on the front. The Most of it's purple monogram, and then the L is bold, bright fuchsia. It has the tag on it still mm-hmm. from a company called New Hatton. Okay, whatever. And it um, also says Showtime. Yeah. It's interesting because the L word, it was like <clears throat> the L word was supposed to be a play on like uh, the L word is love, but all, the L word is also lesbian. Oh, really? I didn't know it was. What? Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You don't get the double, the word. I guess when it? it first came out, what was it? Like early 2000s? Yeah. I knew it was. I just thought it was like we're in an oppressed time, so we couldn't say the lesbian show. Um,. Yeah, no, that's that's what I initially thought. And then, like, years went by, and then I was like, oh, wait, also the L word is when, like, did you drop the L bomb? Did you say the L Whoa, word yet? I actually have never thought about that. 
to be continued, the next item I see before me is a wicker ball, a sort of rattan. Um, I'd say like. Did you say rattan? You know, like wicker rattan wow. furniture. Um, I didn't know. Ball. And it's, uh, you know, maybe you've seen it in so, as someone's decor in their home. It's sort of smaller than a volleyball, slightly. Sure. And it's hollow on the inside. Yeah. And then the third item, you know, it's got a nice ring to it. Um, <laughs> ASMR. Um, it says Aspen Valley Polo Club. It's etched. It's a platter. It's a small square shaped with rounded edges platter. Yes. And all three of these items, the L word denim cap, the wicker ball, and this metal plate were all in your car today (laughs) and it's up to me to decipher which of these is trash and which of these you actually treasure car edition car edition (laughs) (laughs) um i because the tag is still on it i'm gonna say i knew you let's just pause you i knew (laughs) you were gonna say that but think about it tags on a cap you just got to take a moment and realize that's fashion. No. Tags on cap is fashion. Sticker on the front of the bill on an athletic cap is fashion. I don't know if New Hatton tag on a swag cap because maybe you went to, to the premiere of it or something. I feel like this is in your car because you're like going to give it to your mom or a lesbian friend of yours. My lesbian sister. is Okay. So don't tell me yet. If, but if I'm right, okay. I think the wicker ball, I think that's trash and it's on its way to the thrift wow. store to, to be donated. Wow. And I think you won this in a polo club, Aspen Valley Polo Club. I feel like you won it and you're sort of ironically loving it and keeping it in your car. <laughs> you don't know what to do with it because it doesn't fit within your house. But also <laughs> you appreciate that you are a man that can ride a horse and play polo and that you won this. So mm. denim cap trash, wicker ball trash, metal plate treasure. Am I right? Uh, do I talk now? Do yes. I tell you? I'm sorry. Yes, you can uh, talk now. No, I didn't know when it was. Uh, uh, okay, L word. Yes, you were exactly right. Where? I, I, well, I went to Outfest. I had a show at Outfest and then oh. they were at the adjoining after party. And they're like, take this L word hat well, I that you will never wear. I asked for a few. Did I, you think you were going to look good in this hat? No, I just keep whoever gets in my car kind of gets one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so you you have like a traveling have, swag bag. I had like on four wheels. or five of them. Yes. Okay, but who? I don't know who looks good in this cap. And not I because I, I will wear a cap. Lesbians. I will wear a cap that says the L word on it because I'm into it. Yeah, and I want to support, but not one that has this. Yeah, you didn't like that on the back. Strap on the back. Yeah. And denim. And yeah. a light denim. No, thank you. Is this wicker ball trash? Actually, this has been going to Goodwill for like literally three years. It's been in the trunk of your car. Yeah. And you're just like, I still haven't stopped by. It's a part of me now. <laughs> it's a part of you? <laughs> yeah. These balls are a part of me. And then, yes, Aspen Valley Polo Club, which I am a part of. Yes, I won that. And it's special. Because I love. Why is it special? Um, cause I love my polo people, all my polo family and my teammates and <laughs> the people that I get to spend time with. 
If it's so special, why is it in your car? Because where does it go in my house? <laughs> like, there's nothing to hang it on on the back. I guess I could get double sticky tape. But now it's a little bit scratched. <sighs> well, don't let them hear that. Um, um, yeah, it's been in my car. It rattles around. Um, <laughs> Do you use it? You could just use it. You could just put it in your kitchen and use it as a plate to put food on. Like Jack, That's not disrespectful. Sorry, I didn't want to say who it was, but our friend Jack sometimes will just like take a burrito on a plate, a frozen burrito, which is all he eats. Yeah, yes. and he'll hop in your car and he has a full <laughs> plastic plate <laughs> with a burrito on it. Oh, and you're like, are you gonna God. leave that in my car? And he's like, yeah. He literally brings Tupperware of broccoli. And we on a car ride. Oh my God, broccoli! I can't. Why would anyone eat broccoli in front of, of other humans? It's just weird. The smell, the smell of the smell, the very specific smell of Tupperware, old Tupperware from like the sixties, of broccoli with inside being revealed from inside of Tupperware is. Th- <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> I just smelled it right there. I got just lift. farts, I and you know what? The <laughs> second, it's maybe one of the worst smells. You know what the second worst smell is? Cauliflower. No, no, no. The second worst smell is when you, you, because I love peanut butter. I'm obsessed. I love peanut butter. What's, and, your, what's your favorite peanut butter? You know, when you want to... Um, your, your dog is digging a hole in the carpet <laughs> sorry, right now. Sorry, Lucy. When, you, when you're finished with the peanut butter and you put... When you put her on the faucet and put hot water and soap and fill that peanut butter jar, as soon as the hot water hits the peanut butter, the smell of peanut butter with hot water is the... And I just, I just want to run. I don't want to rinse that bottle out and recycle it because I want to throw it in the trash to bring I it think, around. I've, I It is horrifying. <clears throat> it's so gross to me. That smell immediately as soon as the hot water touches the peanut butter. I'm out. You I'm know, out! You know what? That's fine, but you had me at rinse out the bottle. Like, you rinse out stuff to recycle? That's adorable. Yeah, be- because like, it will not get recycled. It gets thrown in the true? trash. Yes. Did you not see all the things about recycling lately? Most of our trash that we're recycling is not, in fact, being then recycled. Then why isn't there more public notifications on that? There is. I mean, I have I have looked up, like, what are the rules of recycling in L.A.? Like, even though there's a thing on the back of most plastics and mm-hmm. an arrow and a number or whatever, like, L.A. only recycles numbers like one, three, seven. And all the other numbers are not, like, most takeaway containers cannot. All those little things that have, like, hot sauce in them, you know, like the little, bl- the little black little circle tubs with a yeah. little lid, like, those can't be recycled. I'm, s- I'm, a- I'm angry. This is me mad. I know. I'm like, sorry. How do we not have the technology to recycle things? We don't. Well, because most of it was being sent to China, and now China is no longer taking our recycling. And so now everyone's in a panic, which is why we need to just stop making plastic things. And on that note, thank you for listening to the Trash Cast. You can hear, um, you can catch, you can catch my friend Sterling. Uh, Sterling. <laughs> what happened? You're a very close friend. It's because Will's last name is Sterling, and I just panicked oh, and wow, almost called cool. you Will. Um, uh, you can catch him on the Spiritual Gasm podcast. Yes. On all the places where you listen to podcasts. Correct. And you can catch him um, on a recent episode of <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. True. Yeah. I got two, I got a couple shows coming out right now. I'm, uh, there's a Hulu show called uh, Dollface, where I oh. get to play a, a very cisgender, hetero... Bro. Bro. Okay. And then Grey's Anatomy. Also, I forgot to say, um, do you, is there any items of trash you want to leave with mm-hmm. me? And I will take them away and we'll put them up for auction for charity if you want to. I'll take it all. Sign it. Well, I'm, you get to keep your polo plate. I'm going to take this wicker ball and this hat. Perfect. Lovely. Thanks for the trash. Yeah, you're welcome. You're trashy. So are you. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to Tommy Lank's Trashcast. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Baquet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.